Hi, this is the Perspective Podcast, a podcast where we talk about trending and topical issues from around the world. It's Emmanuel and Josh is here. Hello, Emmanuel. Good to have you again on the podcast. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you, boss. How are you doing, too? Very well, man. Okay, so it's another episode of the podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, we are going to be talking about random things. <laughs> yeah, so random stuff that... You know, just random things. So, I think one of the um, most profound things about life is hope. Mm. Because it creates like an expectation of things that are not here. I mean, the definition of um, faith in Hebrews is coming to my head. Mm. Like, things not seen, things hoped for, you know. That's just basically hope, like... Uh, expectations of let's say better future expectations of um, something that is not yet here that's what hope is and i think it's very profound because um hope is what makes a lot of people do what they do in the hopes of okay when i do this thing i'm going to see a result from what i'm doing is what makes us to you know what makes religion even exist in the first because there's an hope there's something that we are expecting it's different for um, a lot of religions, yeah. But the central theme there is hope. Hope in something. Even you, even if you look at uh, like academic and ed- endeavors, scientific endeavors, there's an hope that oh, what I'm doing is going to lead to a result. So yeah, hope seems like the central theme for life, Josh. Well, I mean, I, I feel personally like the talk about hope is is very huge. <laughs> right but i love the way you've streamlined it to the fact that it's all about expectations and um you know something that is so called to our living that keeps us going for the most part really and like you mentioned it's just like when you take out hope you know from our everyday life it's almost render our everyday life pointless i mean yep. just ask the question so what for? So what I think, this, yeah. yeah, basically. So I think you, you know, circles you foundation on which the the concept of hope is built upon is basically what give our life the most meaning that it has, you know. And like you say, I know you kind of pull it away from the religious sense, which probably most of our listeners are probably religious, you know, in their own way. But I personally feel like it's sort of I mean, this is a personal opinion now. I sort of transcend any form of organized religion. And I'm going to even pick it up from like, you already given into that. Anyways, when you mentioned the fact that most religions are built on that, like they exist around the whole concept of hope. Because by the time you take it out, oftentimes you see that the central message is gone or is watered down really when when you take out the whole essence of hope you know in our everyday life so i feel is very core like it actually kind of transcends that like, even with or without organized religions we always still talk about hope i mean when you wake up every day i think even that's a stretch really <laughs> when from the very moment when you are aware of your surrounding, maybe as a young person, maybe when you're in secondary school or when you're in primary school, one of the very first questions that you probably have pondered around will be like, why, why are we doing what we're doing, really? And you can even 
go to a very atomic level and you have this question like why are we here really that has everybody has probably asked themselves that question or probably have come across that question right and it's the hope of okay maybe there's a greater meaning to this and the reason why all these things we are doing is so that all of those things it's just one of those things that like like um keep us going i mean we've seen cases where people have taken their lives or people have been taking the lives of other that have been linked to concepts like nihilism when you have when people like what am i like what is there for me again maybe you've seen someone build wealth over the years and that's basically what the person is counting on yeah like oh with this thing i can do this with this thing i can do that or maybe they've built relationship with people and they're like okay uh in so so amount of time we are going to be this in so so by this time will be that in this and when that thing goes away you see that they become dejected yeah and then it's just like there is nothing else for me again okay and then we've seen people uh taking very very devastating decisions just as a result of that so yeah it's obviously something that is very central to our life and it's something we can practically <laughs> live without so even even if you're nihilistic in some sense really at least in some sense you your optimism is tied around some sense of some form of hope really <laughs> so hope is like an opium then <laughs> essentially <laughs> because if you take that away yeah the, you are left with the point of so what next that's it yeah i know it's it's a very big blanket word because hope can be as small as material immaterial stuff really yeah, yeah, it, it can be you understand yeah, yeah. too but when you take it away it's as if there is no other thing again there is nothing that can fill that void like yeah. like judicious like nothing can replace hope mm-hmm. our expectations are tied to I like just just really I mean when you express something it's because you're hoping you're hoping for it. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to school to do something. You know, everything's yeah. like cost and effort for the most part, yeah? yeah. When you do something you are expecting some form of result. You don't just do yeah, things you for know, you know something else that like really strikes me is that usually when you look at like um um I want to talk based on experience now. Like yeah. I don't know how it is for like other religions here, but in Christianity, for example, yeah, yeah. Pentecostalism, example, has that issue a lot of times is where people are expecting things to happen. Yeah. Even when they are not putting in the effort that will make that thing happen. Mm. And then it seems like there's a culture of expecting miracles when there is no work being done. <laughs> just like for example that you ask somebody that okay um have you paid your school fees for example yeah. i said uh uh the de- like the deadline is next week yeah and then person's like have you paid your school fees and person's like no person's like ah so what are you waiting for okay. person's like i know god but i'm like okay but what is going to happen <laughs> well i one one for me i <laughs> you see, this is a very nice thing because, yeah. like you said before, a lot of organized religions are actually really built on hope and mm. all of those things. And the thing is that people don't just make statements like this out of the blues. Yeah, they've heard it before. They feel like it's because of years and years of like conditioning in that environment. Obviously, yeah, definitely. <laughs> pretty sure you've heard testimonies around that before. Yeah, definitely, you've definitely met um, clergymen. And women who actually make that the central, you know, point of the messages. Yeah. So what do you expect? 
Yeah, I think it's not even. I don't think it's native to Christianity. No, I think it's. And I've not, I, I just said because you know we've not really experienced like those religions. Like people in those religions that would know. Because yeah, yeah, I think it's, the, it's their really, truth. Yeah, yeah. Another thing about hope is that it is highly subjective. It's That's one of true. the reasons why it is like call to our living. It is very experiential. Yeah. So if you want to look at it from a theoretical point of view or from an objective point of view it's going to be skewed because you won't put into account various experiences yeah yeah we can talk about the fact that yeah this thing will happen but the thing is that like you mentioned before is an opium yeah sometimes it makes things seems like um it happens mm. and it keep people going oftentimes i feel like that's just enough <laughs> just leave people be yeah. I'm pretty sure you saw the story of a woman who said I didn't really get it in there, but it's something more like maybe she lost the child, maybe wife sleeping, I don't know. Oh yeah, I did say. And a, a medical person who obviously is also religious said that he actually feel like what happened can be explained via simple medical can you can see you can actually find and he knows of a simple medical explanation. Hmm. Personally I don't think anything traumatic or special or divine happened i feel is you can you can obviously find i mean very very simple scientific explanation for happened and the guy actually said that but he does not want to <laughs> and he made a good beliefs, yeah, yeah and he made, he made a good point and he also made a sub point by saying that it feels like most of the testament is a christian and I mm. obviously we really with him that most of the testimony people give regarding health, their health and all is you can give they are, they are, they are very like they have explanations. They don't just know. Like people don't just know that oh this is actually what happened. Yeah. You understand? But the thing is that you so, don't want to just suddenly take that away. Yeah. People should grow into it. I'm pretty sure even him that just made that point probably didn't know that some point ago. Yeah, just that when yeah. somebody tells you, uh, there was a woman who gave birth to twins and looked like, was it last year or 2021? Either 2021, I'm not sure now. Maybe 2022, 2021, around abroad. And she was in her 60s already. Yeah. I mean, you know that that's postmenopause. You don't give birth. When I saw the news, you know, somebody sent it to me in particular for me to see the miracle. You understand? <laughs> uh, of course, for someone like me, I will be probably skeptical at here first but other people will take it as face value yeah and obviously person will share testimony blah blah but it happened that the person actually they actually went for IVF yeah which is one of the things that increases the the chances of having multiple beds yeah. you know and they've obviously had field <laughs> multiple field IVF in the past too but the thing is that it also depends on how you say it it's a miracle in some sense because it's not all IVF that actually lead to pregnancy yes yeah but it is you can actually see a form of you know very physical explanation to it but the thing is that the fact that people have hope i think it's just enough opium to it like just leave them alone <laughs> i don't think we have to necessarily because that is one of the reasons why they even went for it to begin with if they don't have that belief that oh it's gonna work, it's yeah. gonna work they won't even go for it up, yeah. they probably have given up i mean the fact that that opium was there whether genuine or not genuine whether real or not real we can discuss that later but the fact that it was there to begin with you know we know people can be very stupid with it but we've also seen that people have done stupid things and they've changed their life by just that blind <laughs> hope that they've had we've seen that to happen yeah. several times so i just feel like eventually it is a core aspect of our life that's it 
whether or not you believe in all those things, miracle or not, in some sense, you have some sense of hope. You believe that if you put in effort, it's going to work. Does not mean it's going to work. Yeah. We've seen cases where those things don't work. Yeah. But you just have the belief that, well, I just hope it will work. Everybody uses that word every time. <laughs> like, I hope it works. Yeah? You can say, oh, I hope God will help me or, you know, Allah will help me or Zeus will help me, in, like my case, for instance. But in some sense, or maybe my efforts will pull me through. But you can only hope. <laughs> so it's still very central to our living. That's what I would, I would say for that, really. Yeah. Okay. I think I think that's about set with that. I think something else I want us to talk about is um, freedom. Yeah. Mm. Freedom. Uh, you know, as a concept. You know, um, one country that's making me like rethink the um, the. The essence of freedoms is the United States. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know where I'm going with this. Really? <laughs> These guys have had over 275 shootings. Yeah. In a in single year. Three months. Like, oh. we need to put that in context. Sorry. Three months, that's 30 days. February is 28. 30, hmm. 30, 60 <laughs> plus 28. They've had more shootings than days in the year already. Mm-hmm. Like, and then when you ask about it, you're like, oh, it is in the Second Amendment, yeah, mm-hmm. the right to bear arms yeah. and stuff. I'm like, bro, how, how, how does that tally? And then guns are like the highest, is the number one killer of children in America, even yeah. more than them, sicknesses like cancer. I'm like, now that's just mind boggling. Mm-hmm. And then, it boils down to to the core um, aspect of freedom, yeah. Mm-hmm. When does freedom become too much? <laughs> one thing with freedom, yeah. That one thing is that we are not really free. Yes. Anyway, you want to think about it. If we are really free, if we are truly free, we will have like and like will have like destroy ourselves. That is it. Because we like freedom implies no boundary yeah that is it and you know what no boundary means in practicality i'm not talking about in ideology now like in reality yeah that is it with freedom tolerance come into being with tolerance we are going to annihilate ourselves because what you are what i'm supposed to like it's it's like it's a paradox that's it freedom itself is a paradox because you can be truly free how is you you still enslave yourself yeah, back self, in some sense? Self-destruct. Yeah, you understand. And that is why most societies that have uh, civilization that have lasted very long have had to live by a certain set of rules. Yeah, you can't both just do that. Even in the world today, we still live in, with some sense, like with a form of rule. Because by the time you want to allow freedom, people would do things that will obviously affect others. Yeah. But by definition, you have to allow it. Because they are free. Because they are free. <laughs> yeah. So one huge thing that comes with freedom is accountability and a huge sense of responsibility. Yeah. But the question is that, no, no, I will still come back to the question, but the thing is that you are not still liable to it if you are truly free. Yeah. That is it. Even though those things are supposed to come to it, being free means that you can decide not to be accountable <laughs> and decide not, not to be, be responsible. responsible as well. yeah. That's it. So eventually, 
the loudest voice we still make the rules for every other person to abide by whether or not they agree to it so the few persons become a slave to the loudest voice eventually that's what happens and that was what happened in the case of united states yeah there has to be freedom to be a hams oh that's what freedom is you can't say that where freedom is that up to this point no freedom is allow everything but then we've seen the, the result and the fear of it I mean, we've had, we have other countries in the world that are relatively peaceful just because that freedom is not given to everyone. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, and that is it. So, the whole concept of freedom is that you can't really know when it's enough or it's not enough. We are not just really, we are not just really free. And that's why when, we, when I actually feel that people attack it, I always ask them the question, like, should people be free or not? You can attack when when you say that well, hey, when you say that well, they should stop them. You have to be careful because we could stop you using your logic. Be careful what you wish for. That is it. Why should we stop people from bearing hands? They are killing people. Then why should we stop you for doing whatever you are doing? It sells needs some people. Yes. <laughs> you think it does not help people? Yes, it does not help people. Uh, it does? I'm a good beggar. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it, it also comes down to like wokeism in some sense. You know, with this whole issue with genderism, gender dysphoria, and all of this. Yeah. The question is that. When does it end? What does it end? Like, where's the boundary? We can never, you can't decide the boundary, really, except we all want to agree that where we still have to go back to conservatism. Like, we still have to be conservative about these things where yeah, but, yeah. the loudest voices still create the rules. But remember, if we're going to be conservative, remember that it's the loudest voice, which means that your voice might not be. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the question is that, like, finding the balance. Yeah. For example, in the in, in in the two ideologies you mentioned, libertarianism and then conservatism, like there has to be a balance because it's true that when people are free, yeah, yeah, to do whatever they want to explore, whatever they want, like there is an infinite number of ways that they can mess shit up. That's what freedom means, and we are seeing it in HD, yeah. even in HD safe, yeah. One zero eight zero P. Four K. Four K HD. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for the highest resolution and like, like cause it's too many, too many things are just like. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel. The, I'm funny how like in civics education, yeah, yeah, they thought us about like how like your freedom ends where the other person's freedom starts. From like, let's start saying that um, like you are free, yeah. But I think that's, we talked about part of our communal responsibility. Yeah. That uh, because you are free does not mean that you should not go to somebody's else's place and trample on their own freedom. Yeah. Because, like for example, the people cleaning it up, like you have right to bear arms, yeah, but they are trampling on their person's freedom to life. Mm. You trample on the person's freedom. But then they still have, they are still free. It's it's not that's yeah. the point of the whole free will for instance. If I'm shooting at you, mm-hmm. it is my free will that is allowing me to do that. Yeah. If I have to stop because of your life then you are trampling on my free will to do that it is a sensitive topic mm. but if you really want to be logical about it people want to solve it by being logical and that's mm. what i'm trying to say that we can't solve it by yeah. being logical because there is an infinite amount we we it will never end we just have to still say that okay at well we can't be truly free what is the best rules that can ensure our survival we can yeah. have that conversation i feel like 
the our civilization will recorrect itself. It has always happened like that. And that's one of the reasons why when new generation come up and say they want to, you know, change the existing order, they always fail. It's not because they're not smart. It's because the order that we've seen have gone through series of tough time. Yeah. Trials of and error. Yeah. Of testing. Before they become established and like, this is the order. Is the order. Sometimes people don't even create them. The others create it's themselves. Like, so it's not for want of trying. It's for like, it's just survival. Yeah, it's just basically survival. By the time we kill ourselves to some point, the way it's going, we still have to stop it. It's because he has not touched the right persons. Uh, it's because <laughs> yes, look at you. You think it should it will touch the president of the United States? You think they won't do something? They will do something. That, that's the way it has always worked. So, but this is not to say that it should continue that way. Obviously, those are like horrible laws. But I always I like to make this point that by the time the laws might be made, it might not favor you. So do not expect yeah. that it will favor you. You understand stuff like that so because we all have different values we all have different belief system we want certain things to fit you know certain ways just because we see it that way you understand but what you see some other people might not see that way, which means that if we ought them yeah you need to be careful so what you wish for like it's just like for example now, like the people really pushing like guns freedom and stuff are mostly republicans yeah a lot of them are like are these people dumb why are these people being like sometimes I'm like are these people obtuse to the reality of this? That then when you hear them say they're like, oh, like them having guns is like a sort of protection. I'm like, okay, okay. And then like having conversations about this thing, it just seems like they are so closed off about it. Like it's like it's in the constitution. Well, that's another thing <laughs> about ideology, anyways. You know, uh, that's another thing about ideologies, anyway. Like. Oftentimes we we also don't think through most many of these things, and that's why probably may not even get to a, a an agreement that is just we do it to a point that the civilization will correct itself by force by fire. Yeah, <laughs> you understand because uh, we are driven by ideology most time that we just shut out all form of civil conversations around these things like this. I mean, like you mentioned, logically at this rate, it should have been easy to just ban guns. Yeah. I mean, what are the upside? You've had more cleans per day than the, than the day itself <laughs> <laughs> in the year. Like, it's weird, even, even, even Messi does not score every day of the year. <laughs> as good as he is. He does not score every day of the, of the year. The highest he has ever scored in the calendar year is 90. He's not even... <laughs> you've had over 200 killings. Like, we've never gotten to have... We have 365 days in a year. Like, bro... So it was oftentimes people are bent on like their ideology of I'm conservative. It's just like the way Twitter is going to. Like you would see that is a direct attack on certain people. Yeah. You, it's so obvious. Yeah, but no people, all the conservative people, they, no, he's doing the right thing. Go ahead, go ahead. All the work people, the liberal too, we tell you that yeah, we have one hundred and twenty thousand genders in the world, and we can do all sort of things and all sort of sort of things. And do something. It's not that maybe these things are not exactly valid. It's just that the way they come into the society. I mean, look at gender now. It's a very sensitive topic. Nobody wants to really talk about it. But for centuries, for for many many centuries even not millennials the world has been binary for the most part yeah. we built our institution 
to be binary. Our schools, our culture, our music, our, our clothing, practically everything is binary. It could be wrong. Maybe it's not even binary, really. We want to flip that in matter of yes. Are you serious? <laughs> That's a tall order, actually. <laughs> that, like, bro, you want to you want to like switch the entire institution, even if it's wrong. That has been laid down for me. It's just like you saying, "Oh, this building is bad. Let's pull it down." The building that was built for centuries. Okay, go ahead and do it, and then see how well we're gonna feel. And that's why we're having these issues that we're having now. Because our our society is not even ripe for these changes. We don't have our institution is not built to adopt them, to adapt them. I want to suddenly no now it doesn't work that way. And everybody is all bent on that is what I believe. That's what I believe. Yeah. That's what I believe. And that's what down everybody's throats. Yeah. And our education like system not. is actually very poor because we are not even taught to think again. And with the Oshishimi that thing, once you read something, the next thing is to react and, and start talking, whether it makes sense or not. So long you have people saying, Yes, King and Yes, Queen, go ahead, we support <laughs> you. I mean, it's, it's actually sad to be here, really. Yeah, it's sad. But let's talk about something not so sad. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about family and uh, relationships. I think that's like one of the truly beautiful things left in this world yeah if if it's not going to be destroyed eventually well like you've actually mentioned how that um the fact that the world has been built on being binary like our institutions so yeah that's one of the you know you remember that picture we saw yeah of the white and carrying the black and Away why from the, the family. Why the black arm? <laughs> let's not talk about let's not talk about the black hand. <laughs> so guys, I don't know if you've seen that picture yet, but the picture is that like there's a hand that's removing the spirit, like it probably just connotes the spirit of the LGBT. What do you mean spirit? Some people don't, some of us don't believe in spirit, please. I don't know, but <laughs> people that believe in spirit, it is the spirit. <laughs> So another ad is removing the ad of the <laughs> I don't tire. But, but actually like yeah, um, I was watching a video here recently and the woman was complaining bitterly. Yeah. I think the woman is in the UK but she's Hispanic, like that I means she's like uh, not she's from South America. So the uh, issue was that in the school books here, yeah, in the library, yeah. for three year olds they were literally putting pornographic materials teaching the kids that um lgbtq is okay like showing them like it's even from saying oh it is okay like they were showing graphic images and this woman is like ah like in in you know like um like the the family here, yeah, I, I remember social studies that I'm being told that the family is like the most basic unit of the society, mm-hmm. and that um, every issues that occur in the society is like a a, a it, you can find a direct link from the family. Yep. So like the family is like one of the institutions that, in whatever case, should be protected. Yeah. That's why I've, I, that's why I have an issue with guns as well because you are literally putting the lives of people at risk. Yep. The same thing with uh, with the gender issue as well. Like, because at the end of the day, yeah, you think about the fact that how is the world going to be populated, yeah, if this now becomes like oh, a major thing. Yeah, concerned about how the world will be populated. Personally, yeah, mm. see, let me not lie to you. I don't have mm. any issue with 
See, this is not the first time we are having LGBT, whatever. Yeah. It has always existed. But the, only, the only difference is that it has never been mainstream. Yes, so now it's mainstream, mainstream thanks yeah. to everything yeah. that is mainstream now, thanks to social media. Mm-hmm. And now, my issue with it is that, yeah, it's not going to become sort of like I don't know, like no, I, I'll say I, I'm coming to it, the part where I have a problem. Okay, 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 talk uh, about that. You'll feel me, don't worry. Now, the thing is that you actually made a good point about biology, about how we populate. I don't think it's a problem, really. Like I've told you, mm. we'll find the civilization will find a way to balance itself. I mean, we've seen cases where real countries are suffering from population decline japan yeah, japan i didn't see something about they are trying it to. <laughs> they are trying to china did they do something they did they stopped their one child policy and all of those things we will get to that point trust me i am not worried i will know that you get to that point we start encouraging people yeah give birth to 10 children we will pay for you <laughs> I, I personally i'm yeah, not worried yeah, that that is going to do doing that already. i don't think that's going to do anything to our population last last we'll go extinct and that's not the first time any species is going extinct on the planet anyways so seriously i'm, I'm not bothered about that what i'm bothered about is the hypocrisy that exists in every single one of us that has been dormant for many years but now i've seen the opportunity to germinate <laughs> and come outside and flourish, we are yeah. huge hypocrites and what do i mean by this Hi. for many years a lot of content has been censored from us just because of our age limit yeah in fact right now in many countries in the world you are not legal until you are 18 yeah. there's certain benefits that you do not have yeah, until you are 18 in fact in the united states you cannot drink alcohol just drink until you are 21 so annoying <laughs> however based on all this content i mean if you are going to if you are going to say that have explicit content they will ask you if you are 18, if or, you are 18 or not we have laws we literally have laws that are existing that mm. shield us from those content yeah you are shielding us so we want to see it you say no <laughs> we want to name it you say no we want to participate you say no but just because of an ideological movement we are now being selective about what to give kids and what not to give kids. I feel it's very, very annoying. Yeah, if you really annoying. want kids to know about the, the entire gender spectrum, if there is any, then we should let them have access to everything, really. Because, like I've mentioned, the freedom for you before. How do we decide what is what? You, you're just picking it arbitrarily. It's annoying. So if kids can really have access to content they can't decipher i mean that is the reason why that is the reason why most of these things have been shielded away from us because you can't decipher what this is and what that is you know i don't want to you can't give a gun to a three-year-old now because they do not know the consequences that really come with it yeah Yeah. you don't they tell you that you don't put sharp objects around them you protect kids in fact if you endanger the life of kids they will arrest you you're gonna be jailed bro you will be jailed but somehow just somehow this same persons that feel this same information should be kept away from kids this same alcohol should be kept away from me because i'm 17 and 11 months old what is shocking anyway is it because when i turn to 12 when it's 12 a.m i become suddenly old and i become suddenly far <laughs> we can talk about there's that, a special that, that wisdom there's a special <laughs> wisdom that just descend on me when i'm 18 you now feel that the same kids should be have access to issues like this issues that are not established because we've seen cases like i said this is a new thing that we're trying to adapt to if i thought it's a real thing 
we don't know yet because we've seen cases where people actually go through corrective surgery yeah. and they land into real problem and they tell us that they wish they had not done it yeah. it means we are still getting adapted to it it does not have real you know valid thing maybe it is the right thing or not it's just that we are still getting adapted to it our society is not even our institutions have not adapted to the gender spectrum it's still binary for the most part Literally everywhere you go, it's male or female. Literally everywhere you go, whether that is wrong, we can have the conversation. Whether it's right, we can have this conversation. So if with that, we are now, I just feel like people are doing too much because you don't have any reason why kids should be exposed to that right now. You still idle that information from them. Yeah. Then why this? That's the question. So, and like you rightly said, I feel like now that it is a very controversial topic, the government should not be the one making or the the loudest people shouldn't be the one making the like the rules here now it is very personal the families should have their say on it that they send their schools to kid they expect certain things to be installed in their case in yeah. fact our school are secular the you know mostly the curriculum mostly put together general things that people accept yeah you understand we always fight about controversial things if you are a christian and then they are forcing your kids to learn hierarchy in school you complain don't we all complain yeah if you're a muslim and they're forcing your kids to learn crk in school we complain then why are we not forcing content on people's kids without a parent permission i feel it's hypocritical and i think it's very wrong i think that everybody should just come back to the senses because People just want to make themselves feel good by passing their information. They want to feel is right around. And they don't we yeah. can't even have the conversation whether it's right or wrong. And personally, that is the part that I draw the line. I think kids shouldn't be exposed to content like this. Are they real content when they get to 18? They should decide. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> Except we want to change our rules, then we should know that three is legal. <laughs> is legal. Yes. That's gonna be crazy, yeah. Well yeah, definitely, you know, um, about friendships i said we're going to talk about family and friendship like i don't know how we still talked about it but i i think that was just something important to probably yeah. highlight here yeah, because it's like a huge thing happening in the world and you know like these days yeah you can't even watch a movie without a symbolism of lgbtq hi, 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 hi. not not gonna lie though i think I, I don't have issues with that you know why why at least you select the movies you see Sure. That, for me, yeah, you know, that's why I that's mentioned true. the issue with the kids because now they don't select. Yeah, because they are at they are being age, fed. Yeah, too. you understand. They are not being fed other things true. because of their age. Very bad. But for the movies, what's the more desire now? What's the problem? <laughs> you know, well, you know, you know. See, yeah, I also make that argument too. Yeah, mm. was it? I'm like, bro, like I really see enjoy this symbolism movie. has always been in movies. All yeah. Christians have always found a way to pray. They will be telling you as the Shango worshipper that our God is not powerful. Really? She really go into that. Is it because we are not a lot? I mean, it's so sad. But Last you, time you, I proved... You, you, oh, you said something important. Yeah. yeah. It's because of how the institutions have been built. What is acceptable, what yeah. is not acceptable. Baba. So, society has decided... Nope. Your, yes, your now. society. Because if you are from the Islamic country, mm. Jesus is not powerful. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. your war room movie is, is really relevant. Because your prayers won't work. That's it. It's your society. It's your part of the world. You understand? Where are the symbolism coming from? It's not from Hollywood. 
Yeah. As if I'm on Zion. <laughs> exactly. That's the is that part of the world. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I, I personally, the, if if everybody is coming about symbolism, go and make your movie. I think it's as simple as that. These are independent industries. Mm. The loudest voices will make the rules. If you are not okay, make your rules. It's so sad because you guys you gotta watch movies that people are naked. You now come and complain that people are naked. Who send you? It's just like when the old blood sister movie came out. I've never seen it. Did really? Everybody is complaining that oh, Nollywood is doing is doing uh, nudo. Why you go? They, in fact, I learned that it was there before the start of the movie that he can't. At literally, most movie will yeah, tell you that PG, that, all yeah. of those things. They will, they will tell you. They, they will, will tell, tell you that there's drugs, there's sex, there's. You substances. carry your high to go see him. You are now coming back to Bashu Sig now. Baba, keep quiet. That's why I love it. Maybe, Enoch. Maybe Enoch shocked. is a nice movie. It was powerful. I prayed my heart out. Like, oh my God, see Enoch Adeja. Oh, go and watch my Zion. Don't disturb us. <laughs> 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 this is it. We we now live in a society that people are more expressive. Yeah. Does not mean their expressions are right. Does not mean they are wrong. Yeah. Does not mean we're going to accept them easily. Does not mean we're going to reject them. We have them. a lot more expressions than we used to. Yeah, we used to. Yeah. And we we get there. All this we are shouting. We like Karamo. All these movies that have explicit content. There are users, there are watchers that always are like this. You'll be seeing one million plus uh, viewers. <laughs> is he? Is it? You know what? For people that I know, I've hacked that in well, uh, music videos. Oh, okay. Like secular music videos. Yeah. Bro, you will see music video 30 million. Right. 300 million. Uh-uh. 1 billion. I'm like, yeah. And that's an person will be there. Pray that you guys just give him 1 million. You guys are wicked. Uh, it's only my views that that's an person you have all the time. So, so, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but even digress a little bit. I think about friendship, though. Uh, I yeah. think the, in, in relation to what we're talking about, because we can talk about friendship in many things, and since yeah. our time is running up, really. I feel, yeah, the dynamics of things are changing, given that friends now have to, you know, be accepted. You just have to be able to tolerate other persons, you know, to keep the relationship going, really. Because right now, you now know more people who hold values that you don't know. They are in your classes, they are in your workplace. You can't fight with all of them. Yeah. It can even be your boss. Leave the job and go. <laughs> and let Onga deal with you. It's just now to find a way to tolerate other people. I feel like it can be hard. Uh, I feel like in cases where people have come out to, you know, say that maybe they they are they are not straight, you know, they are gay, and their friends find it difficult to accept that. Sometimes the family accept that. I feel that these are things we can talk about because it's a lot. One, both parties affected both yeah. parties are out let's not lie to ourselves yeah. so it's a lot of disappointment on both ends let's not let's not disappoint ourselves too you understand let's not lie to ourselves too so but i feel that we just at a stage where we just have to find common grounds we don't have any other option because eventually the people are the ones that uphold the world we can push ourselves into extinction due to our freedom, but at least before we go into extinction, <laughs> now ourselves we still get. Yeah, so we really have ourselves. Really I think it's just to have a more open mind, and then, well, if you know you can't cope with it, eh, find find your way. But really, I think everybody should have more open-mindedness. Most of these guys are not even watching you. They just want to do their thing, just like you are doing your thing. 
I mean, I hate movies where they have heterosexual content. People like us that are asexual, I don't know what they are doing there. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody is hurting everyone, really. That you have the loudest voice. It's just like the way the old Nigeria political space is right now. The majority is trumping on the minority. It does not mean the majority is right yeah. in that case. It could be on the other way around too. So you can see from that perspective, I think would be much more accommodating. We still need that, really. You can convert that your non-religious friends back to religion, you know? And you can be the one converted in any case. So, brush up, you know? Anything can happen, really. You understand? Yeah, definitely. Anything can happen, really. And in the words of the great man, now dead, T.B. Joshua, <laughs> let love lead. Agigo yeah. Ciao. Mm-hmm.